You're listening to The Music Millionaire Show, the podcast that inspires musicians to be in control of their music career. My name is SG1, and I'm the co-founder of the Grammy Award-winning production team and record label, The Peacemakers. And we're best known for working with artists like Dr. Dre and a plethora of platinum and award-winning artists. So I challenge musicians like yourself to learn the music business ins and outs to understand that success isn't by chance, it's by design. So get ready for your perception of the music industry to be challenged. Welcome to Music Millionaires. You have to see it before you become it. Peace and blessings, guys. I appreciate you guys being, and, and please bear with, bear with me. Had a rough, rough morning. My son was missing in school today, and I'm going to probably repeat this a couple of times, and I, and I don't even think I'm going to let this particular video be listed, but um, my five-year-old son was missing this morning from school. No one knew where he was. We were just there. Me and my wife was just there to drop off their Valentine's Day candy and 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 everything, and um, got to his class, and he wasn't there, and no one knew where he was, so the whole school was like on alert now, and... Um, come to find out he was in the bathroom the entire time just you know so yeah man, you know <laughs> you can't make this stuff up anyway guys so you know bear with me man i'm a little off but i want to talk to you guys about something very serious and a very serious topic i'm gonna wait for um um david to see if he can call in um and we're going to get this subject's topic because it's, it's this topic that we're talking about being blackballed in the industry applies to you guys. It's a very serious topic. And there's so much that we can talk about on this. And I really think it's important as you guys want to create a career in the music industry. The recent events that has happened with um, uh, comedian Monique um, and Steve Harvey is now it's being a resurfaced topic, even though it's over a year old. But finally, uh, the sister Monique was able to be able to speak with. Steve Harvey um, on his show and it was um, quite overwhelming the conversation they had first and foremost please and best to Pearl Manhattan uh, she says my son is autistic and wanders I have so much empathy for you hugs thank you so much it's, it's a feeling that I've never felt before in my life uh, it wasn't the way I wanted to start this podcast um, but I, I tell you what that it definitely opens your eyes and humbles you when you are powerless um, over a situation like that, you know, when, when you put your faith and trust that when that your child leaves you, that they are safe, they're in a good place and everything is going to go to plans. Well, that wasn't the case this morning. So, um, thank you so much for that Pearl Manhattan. I really appreciate that. Um, and again, this is for a podcast. So I don't expect a lot of you guys to be um, party to this particular YouTube video because it may not be a subject that you guys want to talk about and it's also Thursday so people are probably at work. However, in this particular podcast, we definitely want to delve into being blackballed and, and, and all the things that come with that. Um, so uh, if you guys are not familiar and you don't know what's been going on, um, Monique, the comedian and actress, um, celebrity, I mean, beautiful woman, her and her husband, Sydney, great people, uh, Monique is a very, very, very talented uh, person. Very talented. She has, she has the gift of comedy. She has the gift of sincerity. She has the gift of love. She has the gift of unique understanding. Monique, and I've never met her personally, but Monique is one of those people that you can just find yourself saying, you know, hey, sister, hey, mama, whatever, you know, you want to call her. And, and compassionate person that if they say something, that's what they mean. And um, in the last year, for those who have not been really um, keeping up with this particular situation, Monique had a situation where you all know she starred in the movie Precious. And so uh, Lee Daniels, which was the acting supervisor or acting director over that, who was also funded and supported by Tyler Perry, uh, along with Oprah Winfrey, had a situation to where he wanted Monique to um, do more promotion for the show and go overseas and promote the show. And uh, anyone who knows, I think, you know, and we can Google this. However, uh, I'm pretty sure the movie Precious grossed, let's see, the movie Precious grossed $47 million. $47 million the movie Precious grossed. 
And in that particular movie, Monique only was paid $250,000, okay? Um, and um, she felt a certain type of way. Um, real quick, I, I like to acknowledge those who say something in the chat. So, Anthony Adams, I appreciate you so much, brother. Thank you for watching. I'm glad my information can help you guys out. And bear with me because I got a train going by. However, the movie Precious grossed uh, $47 million. Monique only made $250,000 out of that. And anyone who's watched the movie know that Monique was the, the core behind that movie. She was the celebrity of that movie. Um, you know, the young sister who played Precious, this was a up-and-coming role for her. This really made her and broke her into the industry. Um, so Monique was really the, the capstone on top of that pyramid that, that really made it shine. And so firstly, she got paid that, that quarter of a million dollars to uh, um, perform. And let me explain something to you guys. $250,000 sound like a lot. It sounds like a lot. But when your expenses are anywhere from ten dollars to $15,000 a month, okay, you're looking at $100,000 right there alone in bills, okay? So uh, depending on what your expenses are, but most celebrities' expenses are anywhere between eight to ten to fifteen thousand dollars a month i know because our experiences expenses exceeded that uh in california so when you look at that quarter of a million dollars that two hundred fifty thousand dollars if she's a moderate and conservative person her expenses um that will cover two years of her expenses okay um but to, to stay on track they wanted her to promote lee daniels wanted her to promote and uh market that particular movie and she had already accomplished her contractual duties she did everything that her contract stipulated for her to do okay um and what happened was and and, and let me say this real quickly because i've seen a question in the chat uh stephen smalls definitely will give you opportunity to a answer that question i want to stay on top because this is for a podcast um Yeah, definitely will answer that question. You might have to call in, though, so we can ask it, because I do have a uh, phone number you guys can call in. Um, but anyway, let me get back to my point. Long story short, because Monique would not promote based on what they wanted her to do, they blackballed her. They, they labeled her a um, pain she was she, she's hard to work with it was so many things being said and i'm not saying it verbatim i just know that she was blackballed and in the industry in the industry as a whole because what i want people to understand and what people have tried to do is separate the tv and film industry from the music industry and they go hand in hand which i, I keep teaching you guys in the industry when you are blackballed you put that's that's pretty much it for you that is pretty much it for you and your career. You can pretty much hang it up. You you can kiss all that goodbye. If you can do some B movies or someone who's up and coming in the movie industry or an indie label who, you know, decides to work with you, you may get lucky. Okay. But your credentials is all you have. And so in a recent interview, and we're going to play that interview in the podcast once we're done. However, in a recent interview with Steve Harvey, a lot of things was said that I don't agree with from the side of Steve Harvey. Okay? I don't agree with it, and I'll be open and honest with you. I don't agree with it because of the context in which it was said and how it becomes applicable to or applicable to the situation. So... Um, in that conversation that Steve Harvey, and I'm going to jump right in, in that conversation that Steve Harvey and Monique had, Steve said that it was not the correct way to go about handling it. He said that it was not the way she handled it and, and how she handled it, broadcasting the business out there and, and how she did it was not the correct way in handling it and that she could have did it differently. Steve also said that it wasn't a black or white thing. It was a money thing. Monique um, countered that with um, values, morals, you know, integrity. And 
Steve agreed but didn't agree. And this has been a subject of topic because it's very picky and it's very a uh, very uh, a sensitive topic for one simple reason, guys. Um, we are Monique blasted America's sweethearts, the two male and female dominating people in the African American entertainment business, which is Tyler Perry and Oprah Winfrey. America's sweethearts, next to Beyonce, these these people are it, and so it becomes a issue because of what she said. She said, you know, SMD, you know, suck my, and all these other things. And she gave her truth. Now, my question to you guys is this. Here's my question. If you are put in a situation where you no longer can feed your family, you no longer, as a producer, artist, whatever it is you are, you no longer can feed your family. You no longer can work and provide for them because you have been blackballed and labeled difficult to work with, all because you chose not to do or go above and beyond your contractual duties. Not that you didn't fulfill them, but you didn't decide to go above and beyond for free. What would you have done? What would you have done if you were put in that same situation? You no longer can work. You have been labeled difficult. And you've been labeled by the titans of the industry. The titans, Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey. What would you have done in her situation? That's the thing that I really was so fascinated by when it came to Steve Harvey's approach to this whole thing. Because I've seen this in the music industry. I've seen artists get blackballed and can no longer work. Many of my friends who I called friends in the music industry were blackballed and can't work anymore. They're, they're, they're doing other stuff, right? So what would you do if you were put in that situation? And, and, and me and my wife was talking about this this morning. It's a, fly, a fight, what is it, a fight or flight type situation. Once you are already blackballed, and I'm just going to give my opinion in this situation. When I'm already blackballed and I'm hearing people say behind closed doors, the people who accused me of being difficult, a person who is... Um, accused me of being difficult, say I was right, that the way they handled it was wrong. But you don't want me to oust you in the public. But you ousted me in the public. Because that's what we have to forget. This is what we, we tend to forget. When she was considered blackballed, it was a public statement. It was made publicly. So when she decided to record the conversation between her and Tyler Perry and then, and then get on her, on her venue and her platform and then say the things she said about Tyler Perry, Lee Daniels, and then Oprah Winfrey, people got mad at her because they're like, you shouldn't have did that publicly. But they embarrassed her publicly. Not only did they embarrass her, they took away her uh, uh, ability to survive. They took away her method of feeding her family. They took away her credentials. What do you do in a situation like that? Because Steve Harvey's like, well, you're messing up the money. The money was already messed up. They already messed her money up. See, it, to me, it comes off a fear thing. People do things to you, but they're scared when you do it to them. They don't want the truth being put out there. I've had plenty of opportunities to do the same thing. There is so much I can share with you about the industry and people in the industry and people even close to me that you would be amazed if I just said it. Right. But they say take the higher road. What your your enemy does, you shouldn't do to them. Turn the other cheek. But how many times do you turn the other cheek? You understand? How many times turn the other cheek? And she or she referenced it, I think, to slavery, if I'm not mistaken, because here's the thing that we have to understand. Right. Especially within in, uh, from a tribal standpoint, as, as my people are Native Americans. The fight that you put forth, you going to war and battle, if you're already being, if they're already attacking you and they've already took away your way to survive or they've already poisoned the water so that you can't drink, all you have now is to attack. But what people fail to realize and how I'm perceiving this, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong, how I'm perceiving this is a wake-up call. Monique saying and doing the things that she said and did was a wake-up call for other artists who may work for Lee Daniels, for other people who may work for Tyler Perry, for Oprah Winfrey. This is what happens when you don't do what the elite want you to do. 
This is what happens when you don't follow orders based on the elite. You guys really need to understand this because you want to get into the music industry, which is why I say it is so important to have your own business, be in control of your own career, be in control of your business as a whole. And, and, and if you're going to be subject to um, the music industry or if you want to get signed to the, a label, that you at least know the devil that you're dealing with. But in this situation, you, you, you back a woman up into a corner and then expect her not to come out fighting. And then someone like Steve Harvey, who, who utilized his platform to basically try and say to her, you are doing this to our people. That's the way he was saying it. He made it a, a, a color thing. And you did it publicly. But he did not address what the people had done to this woman. Interested in hearing what you guys have to say. If you want to call into the podcast, the number is 843-564-2911. This, this is Monique, man. I'm telling you. Uh, Baby, he be saying it like I'm a problem. Oh, you you have been a problem. Well, Steve, I, okay. What, what was it? Let, 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 let's go. Let's go. You started getting labeled as difficult. Yes. Why do you believe that that happened? And do you see that changing and why? I got labeled as difficult. My husband and I, and my husband is Sydney, who happens to be my manager, we got labeled as difficult because I said one word, and that was no. Now, I said no to some very powerful people. I said no to Oprah Winfrey. I said no to Tyler Perry. I said no to Lee Daniels. And I said no to Lionsgate. And the difficulty came in when people that look like me, like Oprah, Tyler, Lee Daniels, and I got to put my brother Steve on the list. Y'all knew I was not wrong. Each one of you said to me, Monique, you're not wrong. And when I heard you go on the air and you said, my sister and burnt too many bridges and there's nothing I can do for her now. Steve, do you know how hurt I was? But see, Mo, now let me give you this. Because you and I had this conversation, mm -hmm. I thought you went about it wrong. Mm -hmm. See, I felt that you had done yourself a disservice mm -hmm. by the way you chose to go about it. Tell me how I went about I, it. I was cool with you, with your, with your deal with uh, Netflix. Mm -hmm. I was cool with you. The two problems that we had, mm -hmm. number one, the boycott of Netflix, yes. we never gave people a point of action. Mm -hmm. Okay, if we're going to boycott, are we going to not get subscriptions? Are we going to turn it off? Are we going to go down there and get signs? Mm -hmm. The second point, what was coming to me was, this problem that you had in Netflix is rich people problems. Because mm -hmm. they're looking at us going, you're talking about you didn't get millions. Mm -hmm. Well, you got this, you ought to be cool. But when you say, Mo, it's the way you want about it. Mm -hmm. And I want to explain that, and I thank you for saying that. Inequality is devastating, and it's extreme. And when people said, Monique, do you think calling a boycott was extreme? you damn right. But isn't inequality extreme? So we've got to get to a place where we're unafraid to say it out loud. Okay. What I Guys, there's nothing like having your own. And as a music producer or artist or whatever you are in the music field, having your own website is critical to establishing your identity, even if it's just saying myname.com. However, what you also need to be made aware of when you are dependent on other platforms to either store your music and or you're depending on them for your financial well-being, you're making a large mistake. That's why, guys, I've teamed up with my tribe, and we have come up with a way for you guys to have your own websites for as little as $60 a year. That's right. Get your complete domain name and hosting all for under $60, which is basically $5 a month. So don't delay. Get your website up and running. We have everything that you need from WordPress and all the other templates that you need, so you don't have to have, you don't have, to have any design skills at all, guys. Look in the link below. Sign up now. You're listening to the Music Millionaires Podcast with your hosts, SG1 and David E. Maxwell. Yeah, yeah, the fight or flight statement and uh, how tying in with what you're talking about now is Monique because, like you said, you know, someone that's threatening your livelihood, something that, you know, you can say threatening your life because you, you, you take away your food, you die. Yeah. Right. You know, so, so, but I commend her for speaking out and, and, and that's one thing that's really needed, you know, people should keep the standards, you know, integrity, you know, whether it's on screen, in the public eye, and especially um, 
behind the scenes because that's that's really important these days. And I think if if we did that, then it'd be a lot of misunderstanding, misconceptions dismissed, you know. And you know what you're getting. So, uh, but she did that not only for herself, but she also was thinking for other people, like you said, that that's coming up, that's uh, going to connect with these uh, moguls and, and trying to get their career started. But uh, it's a lot to be said, and uh, I, like you, I know a few people that have been blackballed, and back in the day, we call it being shelved. Right. You know, um, so it's it's really, it's, it's a sensitive issue, and one that really needs, I, I think you really do a series on this, you know, break it down, subject matters, really do a series on this, because um, it's really needed, and it's not really talked about. It happens a lot, but it's not really talked about a lot. Right. It's like a hush hush because nobody wants to put anybody on blast you know nobody want to put people on front street and i think if we do that you know going with our eyes open it'll make life a lot pleasant for a whole lot of people yeah i, I agree with you 100 percent. and 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 that was the thing as i was i was i was listening i was on my way um to uh, the school this morning, me and my wife was listening to the Breakfast Club, and so I was, you know, getting a chance to hear Charlemagne the God and Angelie and DJ Envy's views. And, and and I'll be honest with you, at times I honestly feel like these are still because all of these guys are over their thirties, and, and I think some of them are even pushing forty, and they still have this 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 childish type of analogy, the way they handle uh, a lot of different things. You know, some things, you know, I think they're dead spot on with, but a lot of times I think it's still. I think they are still subject to that integrity issue that um, Steve Harvey brought up, you know, that Monique, you know, uh, you know, she should be careful what she say, because certain things was just so obvious when it came to um, dealing with this situation. Again, hands down, let's let's take the gloves off. Let's be honest. Let's be real. This is you now. Someone has came into your house. They have they have stripped you of the ability to to take care of your family. They have taken your tools. They have basically did everything. Then they went on a public rant and said David E. Maxwell, them beats, is is a sour person to work with. He's he will rip you off. He is hard to work with. You know, and your reputation as a businessman is what you have. To allow you to make more money. That's all of us. You know what I mean? That's that is all of us. If if you work for a job or a corporation and you decide to retire, you did your job, but you decided I didn't want the overtime. I didn't want the overtime, so you know, hey, I get it. Because overtime, overtime, you know, is is really a bonus and it's something that is is something I can choose to do. It's not a, a requirement under the job. So in return, you 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 leave the job or the contract. And you think you're good. You use these people as a reference. However, what you don't know is there's a smear campaign going against you. You can't get another job because they, they, your reference that you thought you could use is saying, well, no, David E. Maxwell is a hard person to work with. He does not go above and beyond for the job. And you're like, yo, I did the job. Is, is there an issue with the job at hand? Or is it just the issue because I didn't work the extra hours you wanted me to work? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. And, um, you know, just for those who just may be tuning in right now, yeah, I'm, he's just using it as an example. I'm easy to work with. <laughs> but, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I apologize. But anyway, you know, it, it also goes back uh what we, you were talking about, um, uh, her being paid, but she was paid. Because I, I saw that several times, man, and she really uh poured everything, her heart and soul, into that role. And I think that she should have really got her just, uh, she should have got paid a little better. You know what I mean? And, uh, so I, I think it starts from, from then. Like, I don't know what the contract agreements were, how much she was supposed to get paid, anything like that. But I think that there was unfair. If they made that much money, what you said, 43 million, something like that? 47 million. 47, wow. She should have got paid, uh, a lot more than what she did. And I think because of that, uh, people thought that they could treat her any way. First of all, you know, we know it's not really a, a racial thing, but then again it is. And then also being that she's a female, you know, so I, I think all of that, uh, had a, had a role in how that they were treating her. But, uh, my, why? Why? What's, what's the, what caused it? What's, what's, you know, why this had to happen 
in the way that it did, you know. And, and, and then in front of everybody to see, you know. Right. Let let me let me address some comments real quick in the um, chat real quick. Cobra Immortal, I appreciate you so much, brother. Uh, He says that he's been blackballed and he came out of it. Um, He also talks about um, Steve Harvey supporting Trump. Um, Anthony Adams says work without compensation is slavery. The bottom line is that the money was there. She should have been paid without all of the runaround. Um, and then he further goes on to say, simply put it a, a, as a matter of respect, value, economics. It is quite disingenuous for those eat. In my opinion, it was less about Monique and more about setting a president. I agree. I completely agree with that. And, and, and I think he's dead on point with that as well. And, and let's, and let's go backwards again because I, I want to address something, you know, the, the elephant in the room because there was a recent video by Dame Dash, another person that, isn't given the respect that he's due and I, I don't really um I don't really follow a lot of people. I don't really um commend a lot of people for their busy business savvy or respect them in ways that most people do. In other words, I'm just not a follower, okay? You can put out great music but that doesn't mean you have great business practice. But the other part is that not everyone makes sense. And Dame Dash is one of those guys that makes sense to me. Uh, outside of the recent thing that I've seen him do, which, you know what I mean, which was apologize for some of the things he said, so there must be something behind closed doors with that particular situation, knowing how the music industry is and him trying to make moves. But he ousted uh, uh, Lee as well in a video where he lent Lee money that he didn't get back, which was $2 million. And how, yeah, yeah, and, 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 and so with the subtitles and the captions that was available, it was again, let's not do this here. See, embarrassment. Let's not do this here. Let me give you my number and we can talk about it. Well, why was it ever a time that this man should not have ever been able to contact you when you are indebted to him? You get what I'm saying? So when you are looking at this, see, this is a track record now we have to play because this same man is, is the, the pivotal point behind this conversation with Monique. He's the same person that is behind the pain of Monique and, and starting that conversation and that, that, that information about, uh, her being difficult to work with. You know, but when you start looking at that pattern and looking at what they're doing, look at how they handle things and how they want things handled, it is fine when I am the powerhouse big dog controlling your future, but how dare you interrupt my future by telling people how bad a person I am. That is the most amazing. This is the thing that I I have questioned, Dave, whether we live in an alternate reality or not. Because the bad people are getting away with doing this type of stuff to people. You get what I'm saying, David? So, yeah, that's true. Go ahead, brother. I apologize. Go ahead. No, no, that's true. And, you, you know, and, and, and as you were talking, I'm just thinking, only a few uh, have spoken out, you know, in of uh, the situation. Imagine the countless others that really don't have a voice that's not as prominent as the ones that we're talking about here. So it, it goes to show that something really um, needs to be looked into about this. And uh, and I'm glad that, you know, you're bringing this out because it also really applies, like you said, to the music industry as well. You know, it, it's like uh, who you know is like clicks. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't with this click and if you ain't doing what they say too, then, you know, they have control over your future, over your life. And I don't think that's fair. That's a fact. That's a fact. And, and that's the part that becomes scary because now, well, you know what, how I look at this is, if this is not a learning lesson for Monique, okay, I know this isn't the end of her career by far. She's too talented of a person. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the skepticism that I would have working with any major production and I'm not having some form of creative control or, or being more in control other than just getting a paycheck is the key behind me. Because what I would at this point, Monique has, and, and here's how my brain works, guys. Monique has now the ears of people. 
this is the best time now for me. As this momentum is flowing, she should be working on a project right now. And I'm not saying she's not, and that's not what she's doing. But this is the time you show independence as an as, as a actress, as a comedian, as a musician, whatever it is that you're doing, this is the time you take advantage of that momentum and that flow, and you utilize the same thing that these people tried to do to you within for your best efforts. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And I want to share something uh, with that musically. Um, a lot of people, you know, not getting too far from the subject, but, you know, people be stealing producer beats and stuff like that and stealing songs. A lot of times, one of the things that you can do to combat that is everywhere you see that person who stole your song and you produce that beat, what you do is, like you said, you, you build momentum on that. You tag them in every post. You know, you mention them here, you mention them, you make it so wherever they see them, you are present. So this is one way, man, uh, I, I see that, you know, you got to think outside the box, and you're absolutely right. You know, like you said, we don't know, she might not be a project or not, but this is the proper uh, season for this to happen and to come out, and I think it's, it's, it's all going to work out for the good on her behalf. Guys, um, you know, we, we're interested in hearing what you have to say. Um, Kyle Knockwood Music Production says, let's all just run our own music business through GoDaddy and PayPal. Brother said, let's build websites <laughs> and get paid. <laughs> and that's an excellent idea. Right. Yeah, man. You know, and, and, and I'm hoping this dialogue, see this, this dialogue, guys, these, these podcasts that we're trying to do is to, I mean, it's not all about how do I get money? How do I get money? How do I get money? It's also about educating you to once you get there, what could possibly happen to you? What can actually happen to you and the and the things that you will encounter? And this is such a matter of fact, me and you just talked about something like this. That I think yesterday or the day before yesterday, I shared with you my personal experience that I don't share with everybody. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm talking about. And this this lines up right with it. When you don't do the will of others and they have control of your life because you've trusted them with certain elements of your life. They will play that card against you when you are not doing what they want you to do. Yeah. And and again, I am just so flabbergasted at at the mindset of anyone who says she should have had a personal conversation with these people and it should have been left off the record. She showed you she had a personal conversation with these people and they kept it off the record. She showed you that they agreed with her and that she did nothing wrong. And if she didn't show you, it would still just be the rumor of Monique is a terrible person. If she didn't put it out there, okay, and I know people are like, oh, that's cool, that's dry snitching. Call it what you want. But when you take away my ability to feed my babies, gloves are off. You get what I'm saying? Gloves are off. You know, I, I'm a man of faith, and you said somebody turned the other cheek, but this is not that situation. <laughs> and, and that's a fact. It's a different situation. It's completely you know? a totally different situation. Because, listen, yeah. the, the, the worst thing you can do to a person, okay, is talk about their mama, spit in their face, and take their money. All that, to me, falls into the same category. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, care. I, I think she already she turned her cheek when she had the inside conversation. Um, and then, you know, several things transpired, so she had no more cheeks to turn, so she had to go in the way that she did. Right. I, that's, that's just my, my opinion. Guys, we want to hear from you, man. You know what I mean? We want to hear what you think. You know, leave your comments in the chat, chat section inside of YouTube. We'll definitely read it and, um, and then give our insight to it. If any, you may, you may say something I didn't even think about. But uh, we definitely want to hear from you guys. Tell us what you think about the situation with Monique. And and again, this is this is not a topic. I didn't even care about the views. I didn't even care if no one chimed in. I cared more so about just getting it off my chest, especially after what I went through this morning. I was already like riled up listening to you know the radio interview and on the Breakfast Club, and I, and I listened to all this stuff, and then heard everyone else's responses, and so I was already riled up. And so then the incident with my son popped up, and um, then you know that just took it to a whole another level because then I had all this emotion involved. And, and and that's the thing now that I'm being governed by, you know, what I mean, even though we're not supposed to have energy uh, in motion, because when you basically allow your emotions to set in, sometimes you make um, unrational decisions. You make you, you don't think through certain decisions that you would normally do. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. But again, when it comes to the welfare of 
your 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 children, your livelihood, your ability to be able to take care of yourself. Because me and you talked about this as well, David. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Every animal have the instinct to survive. It's inherent. Absolutely. It's inherent. Yep. And and, and it's self-preservation. And mm-hmm. we oftentimes we look at survival in a way where if there's a catastrophe, if there's an emergency, if there is a flood or or or, or fire or um, a gun, somebody somebody shooting, you know, that's the way we look at an emergency, right? So, you know, fight or flight, you know, self-preservation. But we're talking about the same thing when I can't keep the lights on. And I can deal without the lights. I can deal without the lights. But if I can't hunt, if I can't feed my babies, if you keep me from doing that, then we have a whole other situation. Especially if I can identify, if I can identify the source of me not being able to feed my babies. You get what I'm saying? I'm supposed to go to stop whatever uh, is hindering my ability to feed my children. So if it's a if it's a faulty trap, <laughs> okay, if we're hunting, if, if if I didn't if I didn't dig the hole deep enough, or if I didn't sharpen the spikes well enough, that's on me. I, I got to go and fix that. And that's how I'm looking at this particular sister because again, the relationship that I see and and and, and see, me and this man talk about a lot of things off the record, guys. The, the, the relationship I see, because there was a comment about Sydney being, uh, her, her manager and how, you know, he's taking this, uh, uh, he's taking or doing way more than he should because that's his wife. Not only is this his wife, this is how they eat. They eat. You understand? As me and my wife run our businesses together, right? This is how we eat. This ain't just about being personal or someone attacks my wife or he, she doesn't, they don't like what my wife did or she made a mistake or messed something up. It's not about that. Listen, we're only going to go so far. If, if you make a mistake, you made that mistake, own up to it, wear that. But from the standpoint as a man, his job is to protect his wife. His job is to protect their interests. His job is to make sure that he's the, uh, uh, not only providing and, and, and if his being able to provide all his provisions is that where he's managing their business and he's focused on the business side and the managing side while she do the comedy and the acting, then that is a team that is a team that is developed for success. But for someone to say that he is putting her in a bad situation would say then he has no self preservation because he will be jeopardizing his life as well. That's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> Uh, they're nervous some people, man. I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. You know? It's crazy. It's crazy. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. You need to learn the music business ins and out. If you are an up-and-coming producer, musician, artist, rapper, whatever it is that you're trying to do, you want to be comfortable with your craft. You need to know the ins and outs of your craft and that's where I come in at guys my name is SG1 from the Grammy Award winning team The Peacemakers and I'm teaching you guys the music business from our perspective what we did to become successful how we got into those doors that are closed but more importantly I'm trying to teach you guys where the money is and how you go about getting it so if you're interested in that make sure you visit me at music-millionaires.com that's music-millionaires.com and join the thousands of producers that I've helped better their career make more money and become successful can't wait to see you there you listen to the music millionaires podcast with your host sg1 and david e maxwell one of the best podcasts you have stumbled across so make sure if you haven't already subscribe to our youtube channel you'll find the link in the description below and make sure that you subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform that you just stumbled across us on itunes anchor or wherever we look forward to talking to you now back to the show so if you're just tuning in, man, we're talking about the Monique situation with Steve Harvey and how it is so applicable to the music industry, guys. Y'all have no clue what I have seen, what I have heard, what I have witnessed, what I have been a part of in the music industry. And this is so reminiscent to me of the things I've experienced and I saw and bore witness to. And it was it, 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 it triggered a nerve in me because you guys really need to comprehend because this is not just about the entertainment business. This is anything in life. This could be you at work right now. This could be you in the studio. This could be anything where someone is trying their best to shortcut you or short tail you or cut off your ability to take care of your family or, or stop your money 
right? And they're doing little things or they're saying little things and then you sit back and you don't say anything about it. You don't address the elephant in the room. You just let it go on and on until you find yourself in a situation where you're the bad person, you're the corporate, and then you lose your job or you lose your ability to monetize your, your efforts or, you, you know, your music or, or your blackballed. Or, you know I mean, all this stuff, guys, is symbiotic. It all plays a part together. And if we don't address it, you know what I mean, uh, um, you guys won't know what to look for. So I apologize. This isn't our normal type podcast or our conversation, but um, it's something that needs to be talked about. So I'm here with my co-host, David E. Maxwell from Dem Beats Production. David, what's going on, brother? Um, life, man, you got it. You know, it's interesting. Uh, we've shared many conversations, and, you know, I've shared conversations with others. And, you know, in the music aspect, production, and business-wise, but then, you know, even in doing that, life happens. And a lot of times, you don't, we don't see that side of, you know, of a person. We just see the business aspect of it. And what you're doing right now, man, is, uh, my hat's off, uh, to what you're doing right now. I mean, it really means a lot to me personally, because, you know, as I, as I shared with you and you with me, you know, we've experienced some things in life and we continue to experience these things. But this is another platform that we have that we can share and express ourselves and get answers to help us and also be a blessing to others. So this is very positive right now. And I appreciate it, brother. And so um, with that, I, I always want to, and, 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 and you know what, positivity, let me go back real quick. Positivity is one of the things that we base our lives on because we are here to provide answers when others can't find it. We are here, uh, and I hate, I hate this, this mindset now that we live in or this, this day and age we live in where I am no longer my brother's keeper. I am my own keeper. You know what I mean? That, that kills me because as I said in St. Augustine recently to a couple people or not a couple people, thousands of people that I met and um, was educating um, last weekend to the history of America, uh, I kept saying to people, it doesn't matter about our color. It doesn't matter about our religious belief, our political belief or any of those things that we now utilize to create separation and division. What matters is if there is an emergency right now when we found all our lives in jeopardy, we wouldn't question whether we would protect the women, children, or each other in a situation like this. We would not hesitate, all of us as a group of people, to do what was needed for our survival. And we would understand one simple thing, brother. It's going to take all of us to get it done. Not one of us. All of us. Absolutely. I agree 100%. It's going to take all of us. Hands down. Yes, so let's go to the questions real quick or statements. Anthony Adams says, if a newspaper or media com company slights you publicly, then they are required to fix it publicly. Hands down. Yes. Hands yes, down. If, if, if a newspaper uh, um, put in the wrong thing, then yes, they have to fix it publicly. Let's see. That's, that's actually, when you look at it, it's defamation of character. You know, you can come up on charges for that. Yes, you can. 100%. Yes. Someone was calling. I don't know how to get them in. They had a call coming in. Let's see. I don't know what I'm doing. This is a new phone number anyway. But yes, you can. You can. Yeah, it showed up. Um, we missed a call from 512 area code. So, you know, I mean, you can always try and call back if I missed your call and you want to chime in to this particular subject and topic. Again, the number is 843-564-2911 if you want to call in and give us your views. Uh, but, yes, 100 percent, if a newspaper said anything that was not correct, they are held liable for it and could possibly even be sued. But I think with what happened with Monique, how they did it, um, was it became not a direct statement, even though, even though they did openly admit it could have been dealt with a different way. Okay. So, you know, that, that was even though you, we don't have the actual audio where, um, someone was saying, and it might be, I may be wrong, David. It, it may be someone actually said it uh, publicly and, and that's what they used, but I didn't hear it. So I can't really speak on it. But, um, yes, you're right. Um, you're definitely right. Uh, uh, Anthony, that if, if it happens, it happens. Um, Kyle Knockwood Music says, assuming that was all in Hollywood. Kyle, it was a, it's, it's, we're gonna say and assume it was all a Hollywood thing, but movies are not just made in Hollywood. Let's, let's stop that. And I'm not saying that's the way you think at all. Um, but it's not just a Hollywood thing. It is a 
entertainment thing. It's a personal thing. It is a, a united front type thing. So it's not necessarily about Hollywood because I've seen this happen in every state, every city. You know, it can it can happen anywhere to anyone. Uh, Bayou Music says, oh, okay, hey, what's your country? S code, man, please. I think our code, what is our code for America's um, plus um, one? Oh, plus zero one. There's one. Uh, one. Yeah. Plus zero one, I think. And 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 Anthony Adams is just dropping jewels here. I don't know if you can see it in the chat. He says, if a mechanic shop fixes your vehicle for free too often, then they will not be able to retool and or stay in business. If someone is unwilling to pay for your services, then they are not your customer. 100%. Great words of wisdom there, brother. Great words of wisdom there, man. I I really appreciate that 100%. Because that is, that is, it is so true. It is so true. Dave, now I know David. Oh, okay, brother. Now, David, we, we was talking, we was talking, you had some ideas, man. I want to go ahead and introduce those ideas now while we are waiting on anyone else that might want to chime in. We had some ideas about um, music. You were saying we should start. Matter of fact, it's best that you say it because it was your ideas. But let's let's go with the ideas that you come up with because I agreed with you and I wanted you just to express it to everyone else and these producers and artists. Uh, what we plan on doing? Okay. Yeah. Um, areas that we have uh, those who would like to participate to submit a track um, to the podcast or you know email you know, that we provide. And then what we would do is we would, we would pick like three tracks, maybe two, three, you know, we'll, we'll decide that later. And uh, have the listeners uh, vote, you know, on which one that they, you know, that they like. And how they can vote is go to the Facebook page, like the Music Business Facebook page, and you have, a, have the, uh, what is it, the poll with uh-huh. those producers. So that way they can vote. And then the one that is picked, you know, give a shout out, get their, their website, you know, uh, their promo and stuff like that. So that's just one way. There's other ideas that it's still in the making right now. But I think that would be something that, you know, would be very useful and helpful. Um, you know, that would be something good. I think I, I agree with you guys. What do you think? So what um, David E. Maxwell is suggesting is that we accept, uh, we, we, we take submissions for you guys' music. Um, we'll accept three tracks out of the submitted music, then have you guys vote on it. Um, the voted, you know what, I, I, I wonder, what can we do? What can we give away? Let's give away something, you know what I mean? But I, yeah, yeah, I thought about that too, yeah. <laughs> I wonder what we can give yeah, away. Come on. Yeah. But either way it go, you know what I mean, um, voting on you guys' music and, and promote you some way, fashion, or form. Um, let's see. Yeah. Um, and help promote your music, you know what I mean? I guess that's the least we can do, but I think that'd be great. Uh, and then you guys be the ones to... I'm typing at the same time. Um, you guys be the one to determine what tracks move to the next level. You know, we got so many different projects going on, David. You know what I mean? There could be, yeah, like we can, we can do, we can do, uh, uh, features on the documentary or the, or the TV series yeah. working on. Um, there's a lot that we can do. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think that, that'd, that'd be great. That'd be great. You know, uh, I, I know, you know, a lot of people like to do that, you know, they have that, have the music heard and get voted on. It's not so much a critique. It's just, you know, uh, a vote for your favorite producer, you know, your favorite uh, sound. Okay. So a lot, a lot of others there, what they're doing is they're, they're critiquing, you know. Right. Which is good too. But, you know, I want to do something a little different. Gotcha. So we don't want to critique or critique it. We want to have the music voted on. Right. I like it. Guys, what do you think? Tell me what you think, okay? Um, now, for those of you who cannot call into the, the the number, you can always hit us on Google Hangouts if you have a Gmail account by um, um, sending a voice message or request to us to musicmillionaires at gmail.com, musicmillionaires at gmail.com, and do a Google's Hangout, and then you, we can chime you into this conversation. I don't think it will affect um, the, the calls on this side. Let me, 
I don't think so. You know what I mean? We're, we're figuring all this out, guys, because we really want to make this more of an uh, 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 interactive experience for you guys. I know a lot of you guys don't mind doing the texting and calling um, in to the live chats and things like that. But a lot of times, like, you know, this is one of those slow, slow live, live, live streams. But no, most of the time, we can get messages back to back to back to back to back. And I, and I can't see it unless you guys do a super chat. And then, um, you know, then YouTube will pin that particular chat up on the screen. But um, my point is, oh, and by the way, guys, happy, happy Valentine's Day uh, to oh, all yeah. you guys who celebrate Valentine's. And then one day we're going to go in about these holidays as well. I, I got some stuff on my chest about these holidays we're going to share. So y'all just know what you are celebrating when you celebrate it, because I want you guys to really know. Um but happy Valentine's to all you guys are spending time with your loved one. And, 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 and let's not make a day the time that you tell your husband or wife or girlfriend that you love them and you care about them. Every day should be that day we take the opportunity to, to say, I love you to your, your mate, your spouse, you know what I mean? Because no day is promised. You, you can go to sleep. Uh, uh, in the bed with the assumption you're going to wake up or the other person's going to wake up or that you're going to be able to speak to them tomorrow or whatever and it doesn't necessarily happen. So let's not wait for a holiday to come around to tell the person that your significant other that you love them. Guys, there's nothing like having your own. And as a music producer or artist or whatever you are in the music field, having your own website is critical to establishing your identity. Even if it's just saying myname.com. However, what you also need to be made aware of when you are dependent on other platforms to either store your music and or you're dependent on them for your financial well-being, you're making a large mistake. That's why, guys, I've teamed up with my tribe and we have come up with a way for you guys to have your own websites for as little as $60 a year. That's right. Get your complete domain name and hosting all for under $60, which is basically $5 a month. So don't delay. Get your website up and running. We have everything that you need from WordPress and all the other templates that you need. So you don't have to have you don't have to have any design skills at all, guys. Look in the link below. Sign up now. You listen to the Music Meaners podcast. No shade, just real talk. Stay tuned. Yeah, I'm just reading. It. I hear you, but I was just reading the chats, and we had one earlier. You said you wanted to definitely get to a thank the brother uh, named Stephen Small had a question. Uh, matter of fact, it's like one of the very first questions. Okay. Um, when you started, yes. he says, uh, "Quick question, not to get off topic, but can I get paid off the stream if I upload music for YouTube for promoting for promotional purposes?" I, I think we've addressed this before. Right. I'm reading. I'm reading now. So let's 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 say this one more time. Quick question, not to go off topic, but can I get paid off the streams? If I upload music to YouTube for promotional purposes. Now, the question would be, what music? Because see, he didn't identify the type of yeah. music. And when you say promotional music, oftentimes it makes me feel like you're taking someone else's music and then uploading that to YouTube. Yes, you can. However, there may be consequences to it later on if the music is not owned by you or you don't have the copyright ownership in other words you don't have rights to the copyright to upload that music and it could come back to bite you in the tail uh fortunately though with youtube if that does happen if you do if you do upload content that is not yours you will get a copyright strike if it is a video claim then there would be actual copyright strike if there if it's a musical upload then what youtube will do is monetize that particular video for the person who was making the claim they call the claimant so you have to be very clear to what do you mean about uploading music on youtube for promotional purposes because again it's, it's very vague um when you say music because you didn't say my music you didn't say someone else's music you didn't make clear to whom music you actually are talking about. But I think I answered it either way. Um, 
just letting you know that if you are uploading someone else's music, you might be able to get away with it for a, a, a period of time until that person is aware, and then you have to deal with it. And then if you uh, make a counterclaim for whatever reason to try and combat that claim from the person who's making that claimant, then you will be looking at court. You're not going to be able to get around it. You're going to go to court about it. So just be careful that you... Um, uh, um, if you're uploading other people's music, that you have permission to do so. If it's your music, then go for it 100%. Um, you can monetize it. But it depends on how you are uploading because if you are utilizing a distribution platform, yes, you are 100% go. If you're using the YouTube video platform, which is that, that video that I did, um, the video prior to the one that just released, um, then you want to make sure that you have that 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 watch time minutes to be able to monetize that video and make sure that you get your um, AdSense uh, account up and running and, and be able to actually make money from the situation. Okay? Well, thank you for catching that. You did catch that. I appreciate you, David. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. You know, I, I'm reminded as you were talking, I had an incident um, a couple of years back, I believe, with a company called Ingroup where uh, it was three of my songs that were, um, they had put a copyright claim on. And it's, it's a funny thing because one of the songs, I actually did a video of me making the song and my dog and actually hands-on playing. <laughs> and uh, that one was uh, was tagged and two others. And it, 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 I found it uh, rather odd. And what I had to do was is to... Uh, show them the bird. I had the bird to prove that I was the original uh, creator of that song. Now I do understand that a lot of people use loops. This wasn't a loop. It wasn't something that I threw it to my dog. I'm, I'm actually a musician. I, I do use loops at times, but these particular songs, I actually played the parts and had it shown me playing the parts, and they gave me a copyright claim. But what I did was I countered it and. Um, Gave him the burden of proof. One of the one of the songs actually was on was released through CD Baby uh, years ago. And you know, and I say that say this that YouTube algorithms and things like that they're constantly changing. This was before they had you had to have a thousand subscribers in order to monetize. Right. You know. So, but like you said, if you're playing your music and you made that music, then you have rights to make money on that music. I mean, that's what the platform is there for. Right, right. But that's 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 that case and only that case. But you know, you just gotta do a lot of research, and um, you know, just just put it out there, man. Just do it. Well, because that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you: was this a was it a situation where you possibly could have had a sample or a loop inside of your beat, and you know, that's what they was claiming, or what was this a situation? Did okay, so did you find out our our because you said you originally released it with CD Baby uh, years yeah, prior. One of the songs. And so was it a situation where possibly CD Baby, because, you know, CD Baby has affiliates and, and they distribute uh, their music certain type of ways. Was it a situation where they was making that claim on behalf of CD Baby? Did you ever get clarity from that? No, actually, the way I did it, I didn't get clarity through that from CD Baby. What I did was, as a matter of fact, I, 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 I did give them the, uh, what's the number, the IS. ISC the, I, the, the ISCR? ISRC. Yeah, ISCR. Yeah, I don't know why I'm number, saying backwards. That number and the date and everything, and that was for that particular song. And the other ones I gave them, I forget what it was that I gave them. But uh, the very next day, they emailed me back, and they said, no problem, no strikes against you, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, yeah. And here's, here's the thing, too. They were, I, I found out, that they also were putting copyright claims on royalty-free music. <laughs> no, I didn't understand that. Hey, guys. So, um... Uh, David E. Maxwell, my co-host here in the podcast, was talking about uh, him uploading music because we was having someone ask about monetizing their music for promotional use. But uh, it, it came to light to him to share that um, at one point he experienced that as well. Have you guys ever experienced uh, someone making a claim against your music from a, you said a royalty-free situation? Yes, it was, it was another, they were putting claims on royalty-free music. <laughs> wow. Have you ever experienced that, guys? 
Yeah, if you have, let us know in the chat so we can share that with everyone else here in the podcast. If you've ever experienced that, that yeah, that is crazy, man. Because royalty free. Yeah. But you know, now let me let me say this. I've experienced this. Like when I when I got back into YouTube, what happened was uh, I was using a uh, royalty free free track from one of those websites. Uh, what was it called? I just looked at it. Um, Daffin Piffs or something like that. Long story short, it was royalty free. All you had to do was put that you received it from XYZ website and give credits to that particular um, production company or group. And so did that. A day later, I got a a copyright uh, notice. And it was like, you know, it was being claimed by XYZ. What I did notice was that this was somebody completely different than the original group. And what I come to find out was the person that or the place that I downloaded the beat from, from the producer that the music was from. And I know, hold on, let me, let me back up. I know you guys are like, why would a producer be using somebody else's music? Because of diversity. I don't always feel like going through my catalog to listen to somebody else's music. Right. And if it fits the situation, damn it, I'm going to use it. But anyway, it, it come to find out that the producer that I used the music from actually sampled some, another producer's track who was monetizing who had it distributed and so YouTube picked up that copyright strike which is why the guy allowed the music to be royalty free from the start that is some uh-huh. slick ish y'all would be don't yeah. do that that is nasty that is that is that is that's bad for your music career when you do that that is that is very bad but that's what happened but you know, it's sometimes, like you said, you, you won't know that until you get these claims. You know, it's sad that, you know, you can't catch it in the beginning because you just don't know. Because, you know, music is, there's so much stuff out there online right now and people using other people's stuff and then giving it away for free. And you think it's free until you get a hit on it. Right. But, you know, it, it goes all the way back to what we, you said earlier, you know, being a person of integrity, you know, uh, inside and outside, you know, it, it's, we're all affected by it. We're all intertwined and affected by this. That's a fact. Uh, Kyle Nakwood Music Production said, uh, I did it twice from Splice Samples, but it went away when I disputed it. It was from a strange label that was hosting a lot of small SoundCloud rappers. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Now, well, here's the thing. Speaking about Splice, uh, there are some libraries, you know, now that's asking producers not to use uh, music from Splice. And I, I think what's happening is that it's starting to get really saturated now. Because um, a lot of producers, when they do use samples from Splice, they don't change it up. They, they just use the loop just as it is. I mean, they don't change the key, they don't change the tempo, they don't reverse it, they don't use half of it, you know, they don't chop it up. So uh, a lot of these music libraries are getting uh, a little frustrated and they're telling producers do not send them music with Splice loops in it. So, and and I can understand I that. About that. <laughs> I, well, I can understand that because again, if you if you have a new producer or a producer who's new in the industry, and then they use a, a loop, and the loop is is satisfactory. If it's a dope loop, firstly, you know, and I don't really have to do anything to it. All I have to do is add a uh, drum pattern to it and some hi hats and, and do my thing. Then and, and it makes my 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 track sounds good. It would just make sense that young producers, especially, won't change it or they don't they don't understand chopping and, and getting everything you know making it it's their own, making it original versus just keeping the original uh, format they got it. And so what that's going to cause is that's going to cause copyright claims when producers are you know looking hey well this is a sample or a royalty free loop and I just made a, a new track in it. And so the algorithm identifies the entire track and they are identifying a, a four to eight bar loop within that track. And they're saying, hey, this matches up with a, another song. You know what I mean? They're not looking at the, the algorithm isn't looking at the beat pattern. It's looking at this melody that I'm hearing. It's, it's looking at this is familiar and it's so much familiar. It sounds the same within four to eight bars. And so it's realistic. I can see that happening. It's, like I said, especially with a lot of young producers, you know, who who haven't really, you know, gotten to their groove and really understand copyright infringements and how the copyright laws work and what happens if you upload a a song with a sample that a hundred other producers have used as well because it was free from Splice. So that makes sense. Yep. Absolutely. Anthony Adams says, "Laugh out loud." Well, at least we 
that the automation used to find music works. So hopefully, <laughs> if it's you, then it will work for you at some point in time. <laughs> Very true. You know, it's a great way, Anthony, to take uh, something negative and make it positive. At least we know the YouTube yeah. algorithm works. Yes, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly yeah, on that. Yeah, I like that as well. Hey, are you a singer, musician, rapper? What are you? What do you do in the music industry that requires you to lay some vocals down? Well, if you are a singer or rapper or someone that needs music, I have a great place for you guys to go. And it's called DavidEMaxwellBeats.com. That's DavidEMaxwellBeats.com. You can go and get you some dope tracks, guys. I mean, some of the best tracks that are actually being used in the industry along with those in the TV industry. Yes, DavidEMaxwellBeats.com. You can go get you some tracks. And if you go Go now and just give them your email address. You'll get some free tracks that you can try out and put on your mixtape. David E. Maxwell Beats.com, guys. Guys, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to this particular podcast, Music Millionaires Podcast, to be more specific. Me and my co-host, David E. Maxwell, we're very appreciative of you guys tuning in and hope that we helped you in some way, fashion, or form. Now, make sure that you tune in and you subscribe so that you can be notified when we put out the next podcast. Also, make sure you stop by our YouTube channel, Music Millionaires, so that we can teach you the music business step-by-step, no fluff involved, guys. Again, we enjoy you. We appreciate you completely, and we appreciate you giving us your time because you don't have to do it. However, more than anything, we just appreciate putting some kind of wrinkle on your brain, teaching you something you possibly never knew or heard before. So with that said, guys... We're going to close this one out with something that we say all the time, which is music is life. We out. The Peacemakers.